Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. This is Max Motherfucker from the German band Christmas, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby. I am hanging out with a band called Christmas, and we got, in his own words, in his own name, Max Motherfucker. What's up, man? Hi, hey, I'm fine. How do, how do you say your name? Max Motherfucker. There you go. And Max and his band Christmas is from Germany. And so, we love Germans on this podcast because Germany loves our podcast. So, how did you come up with the band name Christmas? Well, Christmas is the probably crappiest name a punk band could have. And probably most anti-punk rock name, so it's perfect for me. (laughs) Yeah, it probably is the most anti-punk rock name. Did you always, so like living in Germany growing up, was punk rock a big influence in your life? Um, actually, yes, because when I was a little kid, like in the kindergarten, I always been listening to the music of my parents, and that was already Die Toten Hosen. Probably you don't know them. In Germany, they are one of the stadium-sized rock bands. And they did a, a tribute album to their favorite punk rock songs with the original artists already. So they did, um, it was called Learning English Lesson 1, and they did Blitzkrieg uh, Bob with Joey Ramone, they did some songs with the UK Subs, and fact is, it's the only golden record Joey Ramone ever got in it when he was alive, and um, yeah, that's how I got into the punk rock. 
I'm, it's, I'm, it's I'm wearing I, I'm wearing a Ramon shirt right now. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I I didn't think about that before we did this podcast. I just put it on. But would you say metal, like heavy metal, or more punk rock, is more of like the German? Like, what would you say is bigger in Germany as far as music goes? I think it's probably punk rock because it's more for the, the public people that's at the radio station. They play some German punk rock bands. And Germany has also a very big metal scene like Doro Pesh. you got Exit, you got Udo. And, but they are more still under kind of underground, not that much mainstream. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, your songs are pretty short because they are uh, punk songs. So, you know, a lot of punk rock songs are like one, two minutes long. So we may play more than just four songs. Turn Me Lewd. Your, dude, your song names are funny. You have some good song names. So how? Do, so what's Turn Me Lewd mean? I mean, I know what it means, but I, what is it about? Yeah, actually, it's about um, when you go to the internet, you only see people you've never met before. They always are bitching around. And in whatever group you go on Facebook, for example, it's always the same people bitching around. They got nothing to do. Them bitching around, and it's yep. about those people. That's what turns them on, probably. <laughs> okay, well, this is Turn Me Loon, and we got the band Christmas on here. Let's play it right now. I know, like, I get excited when I hear something I like, and then I tend to talk fast, but I know I have to talk slow because of the language barrier, right? But that song, dude, I like my, my, yes. my favorite music, and anyone who listens to this podcast knows this about me. My favorite music is punk rock. I, I love punk rock. I do a lot. I love heavy metal too, you know, and that's why I have a lot of metal bands on the podcast. But I like fast, hard, punk rock music. And that's what you provide. So what are some of your influences as far as music goes that you like, punk bands that you look up to, I guess? I, it's, 
I'm actually pretty wide open. I I love the punk rock stuff. You can hear that sound. It's like black flag, bad brains and stuff. I love every band. You probably hear it very often in the music, but I also love music like Slate, The Sweet, or David Bowie. And I think we've been putting it all on this record. We got some songs like Minor Thread as well. And then we got this catchy 60s or 70s sleaze stuff. And we put it all together. That's how I like it most. How many people are in your band? Are in the band? It's four people. Okay, and you do the you it's, do you do the vocals, I assume, right? Yes. And do you also play guitar? No, I'm absolutely not talented and play any instrument. Okay, so you just you just sing for the band. Yes. Okay. How many shows? That's all I can do. Sing. <laughs> I I can't even sing so. How many, uh, like, when you guys play your shows, are they just in Germany or do you travel to different countries? We've been playing in Spain, we've been playing in Poland. We had also once the opportunity to come over to the U.S., um, but that never worked out because the old guitar player had the fear of taking a plane. And, yeah, we play kind of everywhere. We played, like, 18 countries so far, something like this. Wow, what's the biggest what's the biggest show you've ever played? The biggest show that's difficult because I was the singer in the in the New York band Reggae News for a while, and once we played in front of kind of about eight thousand people, but with Christmas it was probably three or four thousand when we supported Tobo Negro. That's pretty cool, man. I wish I could go to Germany. There's a lot of really good bands. Like, all over Europe, there's a lot of really good bands. You know, and they send me their music uh, all the time. I'm And I'm super impressed, and I say this with other bands from Europe, I'm really impressed on how you guys can write your songs in English when that's not your main language. Like, you know, like, it's are, like, are all your songs in English or are some in German? We got one German song, but it's more kind of fun song. We, some fans of us wrote on an old track of us about their favorite beer. And I wrote the, the lyrics instead of the chorus. The fans have been writing the chorus before. <laughs> what, so, what is your favorite beer, by the way? I personally don't like beer. I'm more a kind of wine drink or whiskey. Okay, so out of all of your favorite songs... Or not out of all the songs you've written, sorry that that I have. Which one is your favorite song that you have like to write like lyrically? What's your most favorite song? It's probably Candy Me. Oh, because Candy Me is pretty funny, I think, and it's it's about me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, we were gonna play Push Fast. Uh, I say we play Candy Me first since that's your favorite lyric. Since it's about you. And yes. uh, your Facebook page is also very funny, like your 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 profile picture. Yeah, so, that's the cover of Candy Me. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me find Candy Me on. Here we go. All right. This is Max's favorite song from his own band, Christmas, Candy Me. Let's hear it. Let's hear it right now.
Yeah, man. You're so your style of punk rock is definitely probably it, it's one of my favorite styles of punk rock because you have like the hard, like the the rough around the edges street punk kind of sound, you know, and that is phenomenal, man. That is absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. That 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 song, I like the the transition in the music. From the the kind of fast pace to kind of more, uh, I guess, of a bouncy kind of feel. So that I thought that was pretty cool. Who, when you guys write your music, who who who's the first person to come up with the song structure? I think it depends on the song. It's we, Christmas never had any clear way to write a song. We had always very lot of. We had a lot of band member changes, so um, we had the time to figure out any structures in the songwriting because somebody was changing again. So it, things come or they come. Okay. And do, do, does the band show you the music and then you write to it, or do you write some lyrics? Or, like, do you write a song first and then the band writes around what you wrote? It's, uh, in Christmas, I think it's it's really how it comes how it comes. In Candy Me, for example, I had the idea of the cover artwork, and then everything around this worked out for this song, you know. And sometimes there's a great riff, and everything starts with a riff. So we got from the classic way with a standard riff coming, and then we got a special way to write songs about a cool idea of artwork. And it's really got no no clear way how to do it. Gotcha. No, yeah. And do, when you write your songs, does the music kind of influence you on what you write? Or do you have things already in your head that you want to kind of get out there? I guess both, I think. it's Sometimes I think, yeah, this has to be about this topic. I mean, it, it's fast, it's wild, let's write about skateboarding, for example. And sometimes I got something in my head I want to say, and I put it on some music. Gotcha, gotcha, man. I want to play Push Fast. Now, this song, uh, I, I remember, I, this is the first song I think I heard um, when you sent it over. And this song is definitely uh, one of my favorite songs by your guys' band. So you like candy me, I like push fast. <laughs> but I love that your songs are so short because we can get through, we can get a lot of them, you know. Okay, let's play push fast right now.
to be like a crowd pleaser because it's so good like even the way you sing in that song is a little bit different I think than your vocals in your other songs maybe it's just me but I think it's a little bit of a different style of singing yeah I've never thought about this but it could be true definitely you know I, I think it's the song that maybe it's the song that makes your voice sound different I don't know but to me, if I heard that song live in concert, I'm fucking going nuts, man. Like, that song is a song that I, like, I like it a lot. So, kudos to you for writing that one, man. You know, and maybe it's the drumming. I'm a drummer, so maybe it's the drumming style in the song. Something about that song draws me to it. So, I don't know, man. Hey, okay, so, the songs that you sent me, are they all on the same album? Yes, that's the last record. And when it's did, called Hot Nights in Saint Vendor. When did that? When did that album? When did that album come out? It was released in February, just before lockdown. Okay. Oh, so oh man, that sucks, though, huh? Yes. Because you drop an you drop an album, you're expecting to go on tour, maybe, right? Yeah, we did four shows. And then fuck, you're done. Yes. Damn, that's like the worst time. You know what? I talked to another band who dropped an album similar time and they have to go back in the studio and write all new songs now because now it's like those songs are old news. Yes, that's true. That really sucks though because it's like you couldn't even push this album as hard as you wanted to. Yeah, we've been uh, working a long, long time on that record. We did... For a studio record so far, we've been working really long time, planning a huge tour from uh, from Kiev um, to Manchester, all over Germany, France, uh, Switzerland, all over Europe, and yeah, we did four shows. <laughs> Man, are you guys with? Do you have a management team, or are you guys with a record label, or is it just independent? We get a, a record label, but. We can do very much of this independent. I I book all the tour stuff. The record label takes care of distributing the vinyl. They take care of all that stuff behind the behind the fence that people don't see. They do a really good job. And yeah, it's it's we got both sides. We got the DIY thing, and we got a record label doing good stuff for us. I think being in a band now is not the same as it was even 10 years ago. Because I think it's not even the same like it was in February. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I'm saying as far as like, um, you know, a lot of bands now, instead of dropping full EP albums, a lot of times they just drop like singles. 
You know, yes. I, I, I think that's kind of the way. You know, remember, you're probably similar. How old are you? I'm 32. Okay, so I'm 30. So I'm, I'm a little bit older than you are. But I remember when I was a kid going and buying CDs. You know, yes. and you would buy a CD and it would have all the songs on one CD. Like 12 songs, right? We got 10. I know 11, but yes. 11. But nowadays, a lot of bands just drop singles instead of full albums because uh, the music industry changed. So are you guys working on a 2021 songs? Are you guys working on 2021 songs now? Oh. Uh- with Christmas, we also do a lot of singles, to be fair. We have like 10 singles already next to the albums. But um, I like both concepts. So the album is a complete thing. It's, it's something special. A single is just a single. You need two good songs to release a good single. But to release a good album, you need right. at least six good songs and some gap fillers. You need all good songs. Every song needs to be good. Every song needs yes. to be good. What, so, but what, what are your 2021... So when you guys start playing again, are you going to start playing your newer songs or are you still going to push this, this, these songs? Actually, just wrote one song after the album was released. And, okay. um, yeah, so we probably also do a lot of that old stuff. Okay. All right, we're going to play Go Hard or Go Home. This song is also really good, man. So kudos to you for writing all these great songs. Here we go. See, you know what's cool is like all your songs are kind of fast and hard. And that like, do you have, do you guys have like a slow down, like a slow song? Or are they all just balls to the wall fucking fast? <laughs> I, I, I think they're all fast. <laughs> Every single one of them. If you had a slow song, what would you say is your slowest song? Maybe Candy Me. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. That, yeah, yeah that, you know that, but even that song was not, was not slow. What part of Germany are you guys from? Uh, we're living in the southwest called San Wendel. It's like pretty close to Rammstein. We're close to Luxembourg. 
Is there a is there a whole lot of like where you live? What would you? Is there like a whole lot of punk rockers? Because it, I, I've never been to Germany, so I'm curious what it would be like. So if I was there right now, would I see? Like if I go to San Francisco, I see punk rockers walking down the street. You know, what do you see? I think you don't see many Mohawks or something like this on the streets or the classic punk rock look is not very public anymore, but there's a lot of bands, a lot of people listening to that music. I think someone else from, I don't know if it was Germany, but it was another European band that said that a lot of people listen to rock music and like the style may not be there, but but they listen to it. And I thought that was really interesting. They said like a 50-year-old and an 18-year-old could like the same music, you know? Yes. So what? So, okay. Hold on a second. All right, Max. So you are working on a solo EP. Is that also like a punk a punk band? Like what's your solo EP about? I've been talking about that EP already since like three or four years. But um, it's more like rock stuff. It's somewhere between Guns N' Roses and Becker Babies. It's like two songs only. They are longer than two minutes as <laughs> well, not like in Christmas. And um, even it's pretty, pretty much rock sound. It's not like Christmas. It's slower. It's uh, yeah. It's way more rock. Way more solo guitars. Um, the guitar player he wrote the music for that for these two songs. And he's, he's a, like a guitar wonder. He's like a German Slash from his playing. Cool, man. So when do you plan on coming out with that with that EP? It's going to be released uh, December the 11th on vinyl and digital. The vinyl is going to be re- uh, limited to only 100 copies. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be pretty rare. We're going to spray paint some of the covers and um, yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much blood in this project. Dude, I have, I have a record player right behind me over here. So I might be buying one of those limited albums. You know what? You better let me know first before you, before you, before you make them available. Let me know because I might want to buy it, man. I want to hear it and I want to buy it and I want you to spray paint it, you know, Whatever, I'll tell you what color to spray paint it for me. <laughs> and, you, and you spray, you spray paint it, and it'll be like the one of a kind. Look, normally, I told you this a little bit ago, uh, off off the the podcast. Normally, I play four or five songs, and I ask you kind of the questions, and then that's the whole podcast. But fuck, dude, your songs are like fucking thirty seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what it's about. <laughs> Loud means fast and dirty. That's <laughs> fucking right. It does, man. That is fucking right. Because fast, loud, hard music is what I like to hear, anyways. You know, and I hate when metal bands send me like their fucking eight minute song. You know, because that's like that's like half my podcast. You know, <laughs> yes. but like your songs are like just little tiny pieces of the podcast. <laughs> so. So we're so known to play four songs, but we got two more loaded right now. I love the name Fuck It Up, by the way. That's a cool song name. But we are, and I'm the one that suggested we play it because of the name. But first, before we do that, I want to play, which was you recommended, Elvis is Dead. 
Yes, that's a great one. I think Elvis is quite alive, and I think he's hiding in Germany somewhere. So yeah, in my heart, Elvis. <laughs> oh yeah, heart. he's hiding. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say he's hiding in your house, but <laughs> in your heart, dude. All right, this is Elvis is dead. Another very, very, very short, but fun to listen to song to rock out to. Here we go. been played live before? No, we never did that one. Why? Um, first of all, we just played four shows with a few songs. Uh, the other point is, I think not every song works live the way it works in the studio. Sometimes you got multiple guitars and with one guitar, it's just a different song and it's not that great anymore. So also, because when you're in the studio, you can like add several other guitars to the track and you can I guess you can add different things to a song in the studio but live you only have you know one guitar player right yes that's that's it dude does your guitar player go crazy like do you guys go crazy on stage I'd I'd say so yes (laughs) yeah because you got you got to go crazy and have fun you know like you just have to to be in a band like yours if you just stood there and just played your music and not move around that would kind of suck because the music, like, you guys have the energy, you know, so you got to move with the energy. Yes. If you listen to it and you don't know it, you probably directly start banging your head with the rhythm of the bass drum. And I think it's pretty catchy if you love punk rock. So, yeah, I also have to move on stage. Yeah. And so I'm, I ask, I'm fast on stage. I ask every... And it probably gets annoying to everyone who listens to all my podcasts. I don't fucking care. I'm going to ask it fucking anyways. So you motherfuckers can deal with it, okay? I'm going to ask you this question like I ask every other fucking band from Europe and different country on every podcast. 
If I'm in your fucking house right now and we're going to go eat some food, I'm going to go eat some food with Max Motherfucker. Where are you taking me out to eat in Germany? Um, I say let's eat some schnitzel here at my house. <laughs> what, what, what's a schnitzel? What is a schnitzel? I don't even think I know what a schnitzel I've heard the word schnitzel, but yeah, I don't think a, I know. It's a piece of meat from a cow, usually, or pig. And there's some... Um, some pieces of bread with egg mix around it. I don't know the word for it. It's, yeah, really delicious. You eat it with fries, so Americans would like it as well. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And as you say that, I got some French fries right here. Enjoy it. So is there, and you know, it may sound repetitive to people who listen to my podcast, but... I've never been to Europe, so I'm always very curious about what it's like over there, you know? Like, can you walk down the street? Is there like a Chinese restaurant over there? Yeah, there's a lot of Chinese restaurants. And there's a lot of uh, kebab stores, for example. But at the moment, there's getting more and more good burger shops, not like Burger King. Yeah. Italian food everywhere. So when you so when you go to a Chinese restaurant, right? This is not about the band. This is just me being curious. When you go to a Chinese restaurant, is it like a Chinese person that owns it that works there? I I I say so. At least they look like it. And and when they speak German, do they have a Chinese accent speaking German? A little bit, probably. I you know what I want to hear? I want to hear a Chinese person. From Germany, speaking English in America. That's what I want to fucking hear. That that would be a really cool, like you know, like like their accent would have to be crazy. Probably right, right. Look, okay, we got your last song. We're gonna play. Thanks for doing that segment with me, man. I just I'm always so curious about countries and foods and different cultures. And I, that's one thing I like about this podcast is I get to talk about. We talk about your music a lot. But I like stuff like that as well, you know? It's interesting. Um, it's fun and life. Yeah. Well, okay, what is Fuck It Up all about? Yeah, it's... Whatever you do is wrong, probably. So, that's what it's about. It's people, you can't make it right for them. Dude, this is probably your longest song. <laughs> two minutes, Two minutes and 31 seconds long. It's probably the longest one you have. I don't know. I don't know. Let's play Fuck It Up right now, and then we're going to wrap this podcast up, man. Here we go.
I think I think all of your songs have a really long guitar ending. <laughs> like like a dude. I that song is my favorite song. I take I take back push fast. Push fast is good, <laughs> but I like I like when you say because you fucking suck. Like I like when people talk shit. You know, like on their songs. That is really a fucking cool song, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. What would you say the most? Have you guys played with any, like, super famous bands before? Like, any big punk rock bands? Yeah, like, uh, we played with UK Sucks. We played with Turbo Negro. And we played at Rebellion Festival, for example, where kind of every band plays. That's cool, man. So, do, you, do you listen to a lot of Rancid at all? Is that kind of your style also, or not so much? Not so much. I'm more into that hardcore stuff. Yeah, fuck Rancid, right? <laughs> I was kidding. That, I got some good stuff as well. Yeah, no, they're, they're like, very, very good. No, they're one of my favorite. They're actually probably my favorite band. If I picked a favorite band, it would be Rancid. So I was just, I was just talking shit. But uh, yeah, that's uh, you know what? When I go to Germany, I'm gonna knock on your door. We're gonna go eat a schnitzel at your house, and then we're gonna yes. go up the street and get some Chinese food. What do you think? Uh, I I'm allergic against soya. So Oh, oh well then we then well then we won't go. Well then I'll go eat Chinese food and I'll let you know how it tastes. <laughs> well, so, well, I'll go eat it and let you know how it tastes, and uh, you can go eat something else. <laughs> yes, that's good. Hopefully, I didn't talk too fast for you. I think I did okay. Perfect. If before I end the podcast, I want to know one thing. If if you could. If you if you could give any bands that you've played with that you like um, that you support, if you want to give them a shout out uh, to them, do you want to do you want to name any bands that you absolutely just that that you want to promote? Yeah, you guys should check out Tony Gorilla from the Ruhr area in Germany. They're playing hardcore in the way of Ignite, and they are just ten times better than Ignite ever could have been. <laughs> they are very good. And you could check Pizza Tramp from Wales. They are drinking way more than every other band could drink. <laughs> so, and you said you said earlier that you don't really drink beer; that you prefer wine or whiskey. Uh, do you guys ever drink before the concert, or do you guys just do it straight sober? Yeah, we. I also went on stage totally shit face. <laughs> this, I, asked, I asked this one band if they played uh, sober or drunk. He said, "Man, one time I went on stage and started puking, but the show went on." And I was like, "There's nothing more punk rock than that, right?" Yeah, it's true. <laughs> have you ever played a show and we're like totally like, "I must have fucked that up because you were so hammered," but then you go back and it wind up being pretty good. Has that ever happened? Yes, it happens. Uh, very often, too. <laughs> Happens a little too much, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Christmas, the band. That's some of the band's name. It's hard, kind of hard to find them on Facebook because it's fucking called Christmas. So it's like if I go to tag you guys, I'm just gonna see like a bunch of Christmas songs, and you know that's gonna pop up instead of the band. But you, but you, but if you just search for Christmas, and then I think you type in music or band. You'll be able yeah, to find you guys. Six 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 behind it. Six six six. You go on Facebook, Christmas six six six, and then you find us. Okay, I didn't know that, so I'll have to do that. You can find them on all platforms: Spotify, uh, iTunes, Instagram, Instagram, Bandcamp, right? Yes. Uh, Bandcamp, all that good stuff. So, 
Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. Thanks, everyone, for listening to The Loud Spot. This has been another great German band we've been able to have on our show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for everyone who listens, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.